with a story that we've been following over the past, um, you know, really about the past year or so, certainly the past number of months, we've talked about the rise in sextortion cases across Canada, right here in Alberta. In fact, it's happening uh, right across North America. And in some cases, some really, really tragic outcomes because of sextortion cases. Um, and these, these cases, in some cases, are... You know, the, the tragedy is, you know, adding upon tragedy because it appears that scammers now are targeting victims of sextortion and 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 and, and hurting them all over again. Let's get into it with Catherine Tabak. She's the program manager at cybertip.ca. Hi Catherine, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for making time this afternoon. So uh, just uh, to refresh my listeners' memories, when we talk about sextortion, when we talk about especially the rise in cases that we've been uh, watching over the past number of months, give us a little background on what's happening so people can just refresh their memories exactly what is going down right now. Mm-hmm. So for a number of years now, you know, we've continued to see sort of a, a rise in these sextortion reports, but essentially what it is is it's a type of blackmail um, that involves a, a victim connecting with someone online. Usually it's someone that uh, is pretending to be another person. So using, you know, a picture of a young, um, good-looking female, for example, um, and then they manipulate um, that target in sending nude images or going on live cam and engaging in sexual activity and um, then immediately threatening that uh, that target with the distribution of their images mm-hmm. or video or videos, excuse me, um, and indicates that it'll be distributed if they don't pay some money or send gift gift cards, for example. All right, and this is where some of this revictimization is happening because now we're hearing word that there are um, organizers. There's there's people out there pretending to be people who can help victims of sextortion get those images off the internet. Tell us what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're starting to see a, an increase not only in those who are connecting with our tip line at cybertip.ca, but we also looked at um, a particular forum where there was discussions tied to sextortion and doing an analysis there where victims were coming in and, and giving their accounts um, and their experiences. And it seemed to have mirrored with what we're seeing in the tip line where individuals, after they've already been victimized through sextortion, um, are seeing another layer of of victimization um, from individuals or or companies that are um, uh, are letting them know that they're sort of like a reputation management type company um, and are being further exploited or harassed by these individuals actually um, in terms of you know paying a sum of money with the promise that they can make it all go away um, and so this is something that we're seeing on the rise particularly with our you know our teens um, and young adults and um, it's something that we want to get ahead of yeah yeah Catherine and 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 so I'm guessing that these these people purporting to be you know these recovery scammers these um, you know cybersecurity people that can help these victims you know probably have a pretty slick operation going they they look like they've got a good website they look legit so what can you do uh, to protect yourself um, let's start with you know, from being re-victimized mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing 
thing here is that, you know, when you have been victimized by sextortion, um, immediately you're in this this um, phase of desperation, and so you're Googling, um, you know, how to get my pictures back or how to prevent my pictures from being posted, and so you're, you're presented with a, a number of options, for example, um, in relation to reputation management companies and so forth, um, and as well as when they're posting online and, and seeking help from their peers, uh, we are also seeing people being targeted that way where they're sort of posting and then they have individuals reaching out to them and you know through that sort of level of desperation at that point they're going to do whatever needs to be done to prevent this from sort of being exposed um, and so I think that the biggest thing for victims of sextortion is really just to take a step back um, you know there's organizations such as ourselves that can mm-hmm. give some really tangible steps to help prevent what's occurring without a fee. Um, and, you know, especially when you're connecting with someone who's being persistent um, and they're offering sort of a, a level of protection if you're buying into some sort of plan, and then there's all these additional add-ons that cost more money. Yeah is really recognizing, you know, um, when things have gone too far and and trying to stop those communications when they're happening. Are there, I mean, you know, cybertip.ca, your organization does such great work. When we're talking about, um, you know, what we're what's happening to um, these folks being re-victimized again. Uh, do you know actually of any legit companies out there that can actually do this, that work towards getting those those pictures taken down, returned? Have we, have we found any of that? So um, in terms of the teen space, those that are under the age of 18, um, our organization actually is um, is someone that you can turn to for help. We also do provide information to adults uh, okay. in relation to steps that they can take. The biggest, um, the biggest thing really is to stop those communications uh, immediately, you know, blocking and uh, reporting the user to the platform um, and then connecting with us about, okay. about what next steps to take. Um, but we also operate uh, a tool called Project Arachnid um, that is used to curb child sexual abuse material online. And so for those that um, are being victimized and are under the age of 18, they can connect to with us um, and we can look at utilizing that tool to help prevent any distribution of that material. Okay. Um, we're also in a position where we can reach out to the platforms directly um, in terms of our relationships with them and advise them of, you know, these users that are doing this um, to make sure that those accounts are being are being taken care of on the end of the platform. You know, Catherine, before I let you go, I'm sure there's there's folks listening right now saying, ah, you know what, I don't have to worry about it. It's never going to happen to my kid. It's, it's okay. Uh, we know that it can happen to any kid. We know that it uh, can happen anywhere, anytime. What tips do you give parents right now about having those conversations with your children but and, and making sure that they know, um, you know, what they should be doing, what maybe they should not be doing online? Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest thing is opening up that line of communication. You know, you never know what your child will disclose if you're not having that conversation. And I know that it can be really awkward to start this type of conversation with them. So using media articles or, you know, saying, you know, I've been listening in on the radio and they were talking about something called sextortion. Do you know what that is? Have you ever heard of it? Um, and just really keeping those lines of communication yeah. open. And the biggest thing in the teen space is really, you know, ensuring that those devices are staying in open spaces 
places where you can have a little bit more direct supervision, keeping away from bedrooms and bathrooms, which is where we most commonly see these instances occurring. Um, you know, and taking steps to cut off Wi-Fi at night or taking devices um, away. Uh, are all, all really great steps. And also for parents out there is really modeling that behavior for your child. You know, disconnecting from your own phone mm. and modeling to them that they it's okay to disconnect and mm. actually it's healthy to disconnect, I think is the biggest thing because we've become so attached to our devices. Catherine, want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Some really, really important information. Again, I'm going to tell uh, everybody if they if they have any concerns, want to find out more, cybertip.ca, the website to check out. Lots of information there. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Have a good weekend. Thank you, you too. Yeah, take care. Catherine Tabak uh, from uh, cybertip.ca. So yeah, this new scam uh, re-victimizing victims of you know sex extortion which is just trying to scammers are like the, the, some of the 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 lowest of the low eh? just just scum and um i, I just yeah, I mean, you know, over the years we've talked about uh, about scammers at all sorts of different levels. How you how you uh, handle them, uh, maybe uh, string them along when they're trying to get you to I don't know get an Apple gift card. But when you start talking about you know sextortion cases, when you start talking about um, cases where children end up taking their own lives because they are so embarrassed, they're so scared to tell their parents, and that is a fact that has happened in. Canada. It has happened in North America and it has happened over the past uh, year because of these people who are sextorting our children. So something to be aware of, something to have conversations with your kids with, and something, uh, again, those open lines of communication, so important.